Hi, this is Leanne Finley-Maxwell with Panther City Partners. The only constant is change, but you don't have to go it alone. I'm here to chat with you today on the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Happy New Year. I hope that you had a wonderful holiday season and are getting this January started off right. And thinking about January, you know, people like to, to make resolutions. And I've been thinking about this the last several years. I have not made New Year's resolutions. I'm not a big fan, to be perfectly honest. Um, I feel like New Year's resolutions are pretty dang intimidating. And they're pretty much a good way for me to set myself up for failure. And I don't like to do that. So I've thought over the last several years about what I can do instead of New Year's because New Year's resolutions, because I do think the new year is a, is a great time for renewal and it's a great time for reflection. And so that's kind of where I like to spend more of my time rather than on New Year's resolutions. I like to do some New Year reflections and that really forces me to think about the past year and think about things that um, went well and things that I want to keep doing, things that maybe didn't go so well, things that I don't want to keep doing. Maybe I do want to set some goals, but setting goals to me is different than making resolutions. Um, So for some people, they could be very similar. So I'm not saying don't set resolutions or make resolutions. I'm just saying that I want to be intentional about those resolutions. You know, just saying I want to go to the gym more or I want to get in shape. Um, I want to eat less. Those to me are not like real concrete, you know, smart goals. And so I want to really be intentional about how I'm looking at this new year ahead. Um, But in order to do that, I feel like I have to look at the year that just finished so I can think about what I want to bring to this new year with me. Um, Because if we do, we all have this chance at the beginning of every new year to bring with us things from the past. And you have to make a choice for yourself about what you want to bring into the new year with you. And so I wanted to share with you today a few of the tools or a few of the um, uh, strategies that I used, the reflections that I used to think about the past and think about what I want to take with me into the future, into this new year, 2020. That makes me feel old. Um, so the first activity or the first, um, the thing that I like to do is, um, something called reduce, reuse, and recycle. Now we all know that that's really easy to remember because since I've been in elementary school, we've been talking about reduce, reuse, and recycle, but I want you to take a moment and think about it in terms of reduce, reuse, and recycle things from your life. And so I got this, um, activity from a friend of mine. Her name is Flor Garcia, and she has a blog and an Instagram and Facebook page um, called Little Nomads. Flor and her husband um, are from Venezuela, and they met and they have three children that were born here in the United States. And then her husband's job took them to Germany and they have lived in Fulda, Germany um, for the last five years. And so she has, she does, has an incredible blog and an incredible, um, uh, 
presence online about expat life because she really truly embodies that idea of being a global citizen. Her kids know at least three languages. They travel, you know, all over Europe, but then her son also has traveled to some Asian countries recently. They were here in the States last Christmas. They have family and friends literally all over the world. And she does a lot um, of thinking about how to show up in a new country and um, be the person that you want to be. And so she um, had a post on this um, a couple of years ago called Reduce, Reuse, and Recycle. And she was generous enough to, to, to let me, um, I wanted to talk to you, talk you through it. And she has been generous enough to let me um, share it with people. So she says that experiences can be like a burden that we carry on our backs. Sometimes they're heavy and smelly and others are um, just a bag and they're light and they're scented with roses. And we've all had experiences um, that have been one of those things. They've either been burdensome or they've been light and easy or maybe sometimes a combination of the two. And she asks, have you thought about what experiences you want to repeat in this upcoming year? Which ones will you recycle or reuse because they've been effective? And which ones will you throw in the garbage bin to discard completely from your life? Recycle what has worked for you, adjusting things to make them more effective. That's her suggestion here. Reduce the negativity by eliminating things or situations that make you feel bad and reduce your energy. And then reuse everything that worked for you and made you smile. You can throw away you don't need what you don't need and what doesn't help and what is harmful. So recycle what has worked and adjust it to make it more effective. Reduce the negativity by eliminating things that make you feel bad or weren't working. And then reuse the things that were working. That's a pretty simple process. So sit down, take a moment, and think about what has worked for you. Are there things that you need to make a little tweak to? Um, and you can recycle those and use them in this upcoming year. What do you want to reduce? What has been making you feel bad or what has not been working for you? You know, there's things in our jobs. There's things in our personal lives. There's things in our parenting. There's things in our friendships. There's things in the different organizations that we're involved in that maybe bring about some negativity and and it's okay to let those things go. It's okay to step away. You know, I've been involved in a couple of charitable organizations and some volunteer things over the past several years that it was time for me to take a step back. Do I want the good things for those organizations and for those um, volunteer groups? Of course I do. But it was time for me to maybe reduce that in my life so I can spend some time in another place. And then reuse the things that were making you happy. Reuse the, the activities or, you know, the snuggles or the walks or, you know, the meditation or the exercise or the healthy eating. Those things that have been working for you, um, reuse them. And don't feel guilt or shame about eliminating some of the things that need to be eliminated. So this is a great tool for you to use to just sit down. You can do it with a piece of paper. You know, sometimes um, it's hard to, to, to make time to sit and write things down. So one of the things that I've been doing lately is I have a voice recorder um, app on my phone. 
And so sometimes when I want to do an activity like this, but I don't really have time to sit down and write it all out, um, maybe on a walk or if I have a long drive, I'll turn that voice recorder on and I will just talk through these things. And then later I can go back and listen to it or the voice recorder app that I have can turn speech to text. And so I can go back later and review it or read through it and adjust things. But that's a really great way to really do some reflection, but not feel like you have to sit at a, in front of like a computer and type or sit in front of a blank piece of paper. Because that can be really intimidating to sit down with a blank journal. I've got a brand new journal for 2020 and I'm going to fill it. And then you sit down and nothing comes to mind. So don't do it that way. If that doesn't work for you, don't do it that way. You might want to do this activity with a friend or with a family member or in a group. You know, like if you have a book club, maybe y'all could do this group, this activity together. You know, doing it with a partner, having some accountability can also help you um, carve out time for that reflection. Because that's really what this is about, reflecting on the past year to help you figure out what you want to take into the new year with you. Um, so thank you, Flor, again, for being so generous with, you know, your life in general, but then also with your, with your activity here. I really appreciate it. The next activity is one that I have done with a couple of different groups. I've done it with a group of moms. I've done it with a group of college students, a, a couple of different groups of college students. I've done it with some teachers, um, and it's really to start getting us to think about what are, have been our accomplishments, who helped us, and then we can start thinking about what we want our goals to be. So the first thing I do is I have people write down 20 awesome things about this past year. You know, I mean, it can be, I made it to work on time most days, or we went on a family vacation, or I read 20 books, or I walked a mile every day, you know, three days a week for the past six weeks, whatever it is that, that was an accomplishment for you. Now, often we think about accomplish accomplishments as like these big things where we got an award or we were recognized in front of a group, a crowd. And yes, those can be accomplishments, but accomplishments can also be that I got my kids to school on time every day or that um, I ate healthy four nights a week or I cooked at home four nights a week rather than eating out every night. You know, accomplishments don't have to be these big earth shattering things. They can be those small good things that you do consistently. So list your accomplishments and then pick a couple and share them with somebody. Tell somebody about those accomplishments. You know, it can really solidify in your mind that it was an accomplishment if you share it with somebody else. Then I want you to think about the patterns you see in your list. What what were the what were the things that you're was it consistency? Is that the pattern that you saw that you did certain things over and over again? Or was it joyfulness? Is that what you saw? Did you see over and over again that you were choosing to do things that were fun and made you feel good? Were you um, generosity? Is that what you see in your list of accomplishments that you did things for other people over and over again? Start to look at kind of the theme of your accomplishments and think about how you could make that happen more in the future. 
How can I take these themes from my list of accomplishments and bring that with me into the future? Yeah, I still might want to do some of those specific things like eating at home four nights a week, but I want to think about the consistency and how can I bring more consistency? So making your list of accomplishments and looking for the themes in that list and thinking about how can I bring that forward with me, the themes of my accomplishments. Next, think about your support system. Think about, try to list 20 people, maybe start with five, who have helped you in the past year. And be specific, how did they help you? And then if you can, think of five more people. Thinking about who has helped you, helps you feel less alone. You know, we've done this, um, I've done this meditation about feeling supported and thinking about specific people and how they've helped you and how it's made you feel when they've helped you. And this is kind of just an extension of that, of thinking about those people, because again, a lot of times we feel isolated or we feel alone or we've just listed our accomplishments and we think, I just did all that by myself. When in reality, none of us is doing all of this alone most of the time. Most of the time we have a support system. So thinking about who is in that support system and who is really being supportive and who is not. Because that can help you think about what you want to carry into the new year. Who are the people who you can turn to and who you can rely on? And who are the people that you want to share your joys and your sorrows with? And how can you cont- can you use this new year to cultivate those relationships so that your support system, you don't necessarily need to make it bigger, but you want to strengthen it. So strengthening those relationships with the people who have been supportive of you and maybe making some tough choices about who do I want to spend less time with? Who's introducing a lot of negativity into my life or who um, is not really being supportive. I spend time with this person, but they're not really supportive. So do I want to keep doing that in this new year? Thinking about how to build or strengthen your support network so that you have those people with you that you can depend on, that you can turn to, who are there for you and who you can be there for. And maybe kind of letting go of some of those relationships that are not serving you anymore. So you've listed your accomplishments. um, You've found the themes so that you can take those themes with you moving forward. You've thought about your support network and how to strengthen it and how to cultivate deeper relationships with those people and maybe kind of weed out some of the people who are not super supportive. Then... If you are so inclined, you can think about creating goals. Now, goals are not necessarily the same as resolutions, but they can be. So if that if it, it helps you to think about goals as resolutions, then by all means, please do. Um, the thing about goals is that you want to make sure that they're um, attainable, that they are specific and they're measurable. I mean, they're, they're smart goals are specific, measure, measurable, achievable, or attainable, reasonable, and time-oriented. But there's this other piece on the smart goal that, that I like to add um, that I actually learned in my coaching training with IPEC, and it's to make them 
to aim smart. So the A-I-M in a smart goal, the aim smart goal stands for acceptable. What is the acceptable minimum I can do? So the acceptable minimum, let's say, of of uh, exercising, let's say I want to make one of my goals for this new year. I've looked at my accomplishments. I've talked to, thought about who's supporting me. And I've realized that one of the things that is going to be helpful for me is to spend some time feeling good about my body. And I'm going to do that by exercising. So if the minimum that's acceptable to me is exercising two times a week. Okay. That is the the minimum that's acceptable to me. And then I want to think about what's the ideal. What's the maximum that um, I can do? Well, I mean, the maximum, it would be seven days a week, right? I mean, if I'm saying the minimum for me, the acceptable minimum is two times a week of exercising, then the ideal maximum would be to exercise seven days a week. And then I want to land in the middle. Okay, so I want to think about what is the middle? It's bigger than my acceptable minimum, but not quite to my maximum. So maybe I land on five. Maybe I land on four or five days a week that I'm going to exercise. So I'm going to be specific about what exercise looks like. Um, I'm going to be. I'm going to measure it because I'm going to pick certain days. Of, you know, these are the days of the week for how long it's going to be achievable because I'm going to do something that feels good for me. It's not too little and it's not too much. It's really just right there in the middle of what is truly attainable. So I'm going to turn my idea of a resolution into an aim smart goal. Okay, I'm going to find, uh, I'm going to do a little bit of work with it. So instead of just saying exercise more, I'm going to be really intentional and conscientious about what that looks like for me. And I'm going to turn it into an aim smart goal. So now instead of just going out and and making a resolution, I have reflected on my accomplishments from the past year. I have reflected on who has been supportive. And now I can make some goals for the upcoming year. And that can be a really good way to, for those, of, for those of you who really do like resolutions, it can be a way for you to get to a resolution um, for the new year that is attainable and is something that you're going to be able to stick with rather than just coming up with an idea and not really having um, a reason why you've come up with it or really thought through who's going to be supportive and thought through how it's going to actually happen. So reflecting on your accomplishments, on strengthening your support network, and then creating goals is another reflection um, activity that I like to use at the beginning of a year um, to help me think about what I want to take into the new year with me. The final um, activity that I have used for reflection is just asking myself, is this who I want to be? Another coach and um, blogger and um, exercise guru that I follow, her name is Erin Stutland, and she asks this question, is this who I want to be? And when you ask that yourself that question, you kind of have to think about the moments. Um, who are you in life? 
right? So you can list some qualities about yourself. This is, I've took her question and I kind of, I created this reflection activity. So you, the question, the main question is, is this who I want to be? And so what you want to do is you want to think, who are you in life? Who am I in life? And list some qualities that you see in yourself. And if you're struggling with this, because especially as women, we are taught to not find the good in ourselves. You know, that we're, that we don't, we, we need to stay humble. We don't want to brag about ourselves. But I'm, I'm asking you to push that aside and brag about yourself a little bit. Okay. So things you might want to think about are, are generous or kind or loving. And then a lot of us have qualities in ourselves that maybe we're not super thrilled with, like quick to anger or we're anxious or we're stressed. Um, so thinking about both of those kinds of things. And if you're struggling with it, you can ask a friend. Um, you can ask a spouse. If you want to really know about yourself, you can ask your kids because they don't have filters and they will really tell you what they think about you. <laughs> But when you do that, you want to do it with a little bit of a grain of salt, you know, just think about they are kids. Um, so think, make a list of the qualities that you see in yourself. Then think about what you're doing when these qualities show up. Okay. Am I generous when I'm in a frustrating situation or am I only generous when it's good and easy for me? Am I loving when... Um, people are being loving towards me or am I loving when people are being kind of nasty towards me and I need to show them love? So think about when do these qualities show up for you? Now, I want to I want to caution you to not do this in a judgmental way of yourself, okay? Yes, I do get angry with my children and I can recognize that and I can see that for what it is without beating myself up for it. Okay. So yeah, sometimes with my kids, I have angry moments. And so I want to reflect on that and not judge myself for it, but think about, is that who I want to be? Is this, is this how I want to show up with my kids? And if it's not, then I think need to think about what can I do to change that? So which of the qualities do you want to see more of in yourself? Do you want to be more generous or more loving or more kind or more satisfied with life or more giving? Think about the, the, the qualities that you see in yourself that you want to see more often and think about the situations you were in when you, when you displayed those qualities. Think about how you could take that quality and use it in a situation where you have been showing qualities that you weren't happy with yourself. You know, I, I think about being loving. It's really easy to be loving towards my daughter because she shows a lot of love in return. It is a lot more difficult for me to be loving towards my son at times because he does not show that to me as much. Now, does he still need and deserve and want the same love that I'm giving my daughter? Of course he does. So I have to constantly remind myself that when he is showing up angry or frustrated or unlovable, that's when I need to show him more love. Is it difficult? Absolutely. But as I move into this new year, that is one of the things that I want to take with me. Who do I want to be? I want to be loving. 
And I can't just be loving when it's easy for me to be loving. I need to be loving when it's difficult because that's who I am. It takes some self-reflection and it takes some... You know, you have to be okay with with recognizing that you're not perfect all the time and you're not great in every situation and that and that you could improve. Um, is my life great? Sure is. But could I improve it? Absolutely. And one of the ways that I have ch- chosen to, to, to do that as we move into this new year is to think about the places where I can be more loving, not just when it's easy, but when it's difficult too. So you want to think about what are the situations that you're showing up with these qualities that you like about yourself. And then you want to think about what do you need to do to make sure you can display these qualities even when it's difficult. So for me, it's having that mantra that I repeat to myself, choose love. So even when I'm in a difficult situation with not just my children, but just in general, I need to be repeating to myself, choose love. If that's the mantra that I'm saying inside my head, then that is my outward expression. So thinking about what do you need to do to make sure you're showing up in the way that you want to be? Is this who I want to be? That's the question that you can ask yourself too to remind yourself how to get back there. You know, if I'm showing up in a situation where I'm not showing love, if I can ask myself, is this who you want to be? Then I can, that's a real quick adjustment that I can make. Oh, nope, this isn't who I want to be. So what do I need to do to be who I want to be? You know, we are a sum of all of our interactions and a sum of all of our qualities. It's not, we're not just the person we are when we're in a happy moment. And we're not just the person we are when we're in an upsetting moment. We're both of those people. We're all of, that's all of who we are. And I think it's important, like I said before, about not judging ourselves, but to give yourself a little bit of grace and know there is no expectation that you're going to be the best you all the time in every moment. Um, but if that is something that you've reflected on and that you want to try to make um, a change with in this coming year, finding those triggers, like asking that question of yourself, is this who I want to be? Or having that mantra of choose love can really help you in the moment when things are not, when you're not showing up the way you want to show up, you can make a change in the moment if you want to or need to. So the tools that I've given or shared with you today are all really designed to help you reflect on the past year and take with you into the new year, the things that you want to be doing, the things that were working for you, the things that were making you happy, the things that were making you productive, the things that were making you feel good. Take those things with you into this new year so that you can make this new year even better than the last. Um, I want to end with talking to you about a book. Um, Gretchen Rubin is an author and a podcaster and just a a doer of lots of things. Um, She has a whole series called The Happiness Project where she's written a book about it and she has, um, you know, 
an org- a group that you can join starting this new year. But one of the things that I really like about her project is she has this book called The Happiness Project, One Sentence Journal, a five-year record. And my wonderful sister-in-law gave this to me a couple of years ago. And um, it has where you can write, and it has the days of the week. You can see how much I've written in it. Not very much, if I'm going to be honest. Um, But it has like April 25th, and then it has 20 and then two blanks that you can fill in the year. And then it gives you just like three or four lines where you can write something happy that happened on that day. And I think that this is such a beautiful and simple way to keep track of those things that are making us happy. You know, we've, we've done the activity of three good things um, where, you know, thinking about the good things in our lives helps remind us how to be happy. And this journal really does do that for me. So when I look back of it in 2016 on um, January 5th, I wrote, my daughter had to stay home due to strep diagnosis. She was a sweetheart. My son had a great first day back to school. That's just a little glimpse of what was happening in 2016 on January 5th. And this year I can add something else. And next year I can add something else. But it gives me a chance to, in a really low um, low stress way, to keep track of the happy things that are happening. And that's really what this time of reflection is about for me. It's reflecting on the things that have made me happy. Um, the things that have made me and my family, my business, um, my friends have have made good things happen in those places. And so those are the things that I want to carry with me as I go into this new year. Before I can go into this new year, though, I have to reflect on those good things from this last year. And I also need to reflect on the things that didn't go so well so I can make choices about what I want to do with them going forward. And I wish that for you in this new year, that you make some time to reflect on what worked for you in 2019 so that you can carry those good things with you into 2020. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Panther City Partners is... um, This podcast is so much fun for me. I get to share this wonderful stuff with you, but then I also get my own opportunity to reflect. And that has been a real joy for me in this last year. So thank you for spending time with me. It's definitely something I'm going to carry with me into this new year. Remember, the only constant is change, but you don't have to go it alone. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.